0: Hello, everyone. A great afternoon. I, Sushant Maheshwari, on behalf of Global Trainer Hub, welcome you all to this Facebook Live session. Global Trainer Hub is a platform created to provide a technical and a marketing assistant to all the trainers, teachers, and coaches. And with this, GTH is pleased to introduce a virtual keynote speaker who has an international experience of 14 years in motivational speaking. He has served more than 300 plus organizations and 80 different countries for his training programs. He is also recognized with prestigious Global Excellence Award for motivational speaking in the year 2019. And so I am overwhelmed to welcome such a great personality on our GTH platform, a very warm welcome to the one and only, Simarjeet Singh.
1: Hello, hello and good evening everyone. I hope you're all doing well and thanks to Sushant Maheshwari. Sushant, I hope you, is there any relation between you and Sandeep Maheshwari? You both share the same last name.
0: No, sir, no, sir. We we have
1: the title same. (laughs) Okay, okay. And my thanks to Global Trainers Hub for having me here today. They're doing a wonderful job in terms of uh, bringing together the training community and for organizing such events. My pleasure to be here today.
0: Thank you, sir. It's our pleasure too that you gave us your valuable time, prestigious time to us. And, sir, let's start, our, uh, let's start our session. All the viewers of Global Trainer have wanted to know more about your journey. So, mm-hmm. let's start, sir. So, sir, at starting the first thing I would like to know that we are keen to know about your global exposure, who's the audience in your training arena?
1: Mm-hmm. What exactly would you like to know? about the global
0: sir actually we want to know that uh, how uh, what was your global exposure when you give uh, trainings to the audiences how was uh, it uh, how was your journey in that particular uh, so the journey journey was exciting,
1: Sushant so that started with, see, India is and continues to be one of our biggest markets um, and I see a great growth happening here. It's always been our base market, our home market. It has allowed us to grow. It has made me the person who I am today. So there's a huge debt of gratitude. Uh, to the nation and to the economy. Uh, at the same time, I also feel that the borders are shrinking. The world is becoming uh, smaller day by day, and especially in a in a virtual connected world. I doubt if this interview would be happening if we did not have the COVID-19 situation, right? So now every trainer has their cameras set up, their um, you know their mic set up. They're all geared up to um, cater to global audiences, but. Uh, 14 years ago when I started my journey, it was not like this. You had to exactly physically travel to a location. So it was an exciting journey figuring out how to market yourself to these different economies across the world, how to position yourself, how to be flexible when it comes to catering to different audiences, you know, so uh, understanding the cultural nuances, the differences. You know, a, j- a joke could be funny in one part of the world and it could be very offensive in another part of the world. So. A lot of those things come with experience, but I also believe that every trainer should, uh, every trainer, speaker, influencer, coach, mentor, whatever you call yourself, um, think of taking your ideas globally because we are now living in a a knowledge economy where ideas can, you know, create billion-dollar corporations. We have so many new companies coming up; it started with a radical idea and they transformed an entire industry. So this is the age of ideas, this is the age of information and knowledge. And therefore, let's not restrict knowledge to the borders, you know, within the borders. So crossing all those hurdles was a fun experience um, for me personally. And I also believe it made me um, a better human being in the process because you develop more humility when you have to, uh, because you're always open to learning, it's never done. The moment you feel like you're comfortable with audiences in one part of the world and you feel, okay, you know, when you move to a different part of the world, it's slightly different. So uh, you're always learning. Um, There's always so many things that are happening and that keeps you humble. Um, And that's been the biggest takeaway from that.
0: Okay, it's great to know, as uh, as you said, uh, that uh, most of the trainer, due to COVID situation, has uh, come virtual. They have set up their own platform in their houses, or they have created their virtual offices. So, with this, sir, I would also like to know what's uh, what the impact of technology, what's the impact of technology in training industry in present as well in, as well as in future.
1: No, huge. Um, as I said that take a look at it in in a way that uh, technology is going to permeate every single aspect of training and learning and development, starting with this revolution that is happening through virtual programs. Now you don't need to fly anyone to halfway across the world. You don't need to pay for their travel. You don't need to pay for their accommodation. If your um, speaker or your trainer has a proper setup and has accustomed himself or herself to virtual programs, now corporations organizations have access to some of the leading experts uh, perhaps at uh, a fraction of the cost as before and also very very quick you know think about this when i had to uh, travel to the us to present in vegas uh, back in 2018 you know to go through the entire visa process to fly to vegas was another 22 23 hours you know changing flights etc etc finally i got to get to my destination so in fact just just take a look at this so it's about 60 hours of travel for a one hour keynote now those 60 hours have gone away so I as, a, I, as an expert, I can now focus on my one hour. Although I did enjoy the 60 hours of travel, you know, <laughs> flying, flying business class is always yeah. fun, you know, traveling different places across the world is always fun. Meeting different people, you know, I'm not saying we're going to replace it, but just right. look at the efficiency. So what has happened is th- due to the COVID pandemic, uh, we often talk about disruptions. So a disruption, this was a disruption forced upon us by the universe. Right. This was not a technological disruption. It was was forced upon us. Some people managed to innovate and survive. Many didn't. Right. Right. Just like what happened to the taxi industry. Mm -hmm. See how lethargic and lazy the taxi industry was before the disruptors, before Ola and Uber and all these guys, they came into the picture. The taxi industry was lethargic. It was dictated by the terms of the drivers and their unions. And all of a sudden you had a technical disruption. Now on your phone, you can figure out which is the closest taxi to me. How far will it take? What is the rating of the driver? So many things. The same is going to happen to coaches and mentors and speakers and trainers. Because now uh, earlier you had a geographical advantage. I am the leading trainer in Mumbai. I am the leading speaker in Delhi. I'm the leading speaker in Dubai. And now it's sort of leveled because it's a level playing ground. It doesn't matter where you are, as long as you have a decent Wi-Fi connection, you know, a room where, which is, uh, which is acoustically good and you have decent lighting and all the other things. If you've invested in all that gear, now you can cater to clients across the world. I personally know people who um, used to teach tuitions earlier, physics, chemistry, mathematics, right. etc., and they used to do it in person. And now they started offering personalized lessons to students scattered across the world. Think about this. Right. An Indian teacher sitting in a tier two city is teaching kids in Hong Kong and Singapore and Dubai and Brazil and other parts of the world. Look at that. Look at how many new opportunities are going to emerge. So technology is going to permeate every aspect right from how you market yourself, you know, uh, all the way from Instagram to Facebook and YouTube and those sort of things to webinars and collaborations and live events. LinkedIn has just allowed their live streaming. I see so many trainers and speakers doing their LinkedIn lives very often um, which was not there before. Uh, Your efficiency in delivering your programs has improved because you can focus on the program itself rather than so many other things. Your efficiency in designing your content is becoming better. You know uh, earlier it used to take so much effort designing a good PowerPoint. Now you just type in all your stuff, your title and your subtitle and on the right hand side If you don't have a pirated version, if you have actual real paid version for MS Office, it will give you all the ideas for the slides. And you just, uh, thanks to artificial intelligence, the AI software algorithm can read what's written on the title. And it can suggest to you designs accordingly. So you just pick the design and voila, you know, there you go. Or you buy the subscription for something like Canva, as basic as Canva, and the job that a graphic designer used to do earlier, you can do it yourself. Um, so, same for keeping in touch with your participants, you know, through uh, WhatsApp integration on your Facebook page and doing FB Lives. I think it's an exciting world out there, Sushant, for trainers and speakers and coaches. Uh, although our very existence was threatened due to the pandemic, uh, because the travel stopped and airlines stopped and conferences stopped and training stopped. But please yeah. don't forget to whoever is listening or watching right now. When one door closes, a hundred other doors open. The question is, yeah. will you keep crying about this one door? Will you keep complaining about you know, why did this happen or you know uh, when is it going to be over? Those are the wrong questions. The right questions are, what can I do right now? How can I change myself? How can I rediscover myself? how can i still add value to my client so you ask the right questions you get the right answers and you will get the right answers after all we are the people who teach others you know be flexible be agile we we are the gurus no for the corporate world we keep teaching right. other people so if we are not able to implement that on us then i think we're not walking the talk
0: right Great sir, great. You told me uh, each and everything that what are the things that a trainer has to and with this uh, I want to know that uh, how effective a trainer is in this ever changing technology when everything is uh, available within a click. As you know you have trained many of the trainers in your arena. So uh, what do you think uh, how effective a trainer is in accepting these technologies?
1: so this this is by and large an individual decision some people will be receptive to technology others will not be but how if if by how effective do you mean how effective uh, the person is for the end uh, end user yes we are still very relevant because a human being cannot technology cannot replace a real human being right so you can you can watch videos on communication skills but if you spend one hour with a good trainer or a good coach that will help you polish your public speaking skills, the value add is going to be huge. Exactly. So the supplementary material is still the supplementary material, the free material available on YouTube and elsewhere. It is still supplementary material. The main thing is the individual is the human being now provided there's a disclaimer there provided that the person is working upon himself or herself. And this is my message to every speaker, trainer, coach, right now is this, never ever stop working on yourself. Right? Right. You are your biggest assignment. (laughs) Right? Right. You are your most important audience. You are your most important project. Everything else is secondary. Don't ever stop working on yourself. Invest in yourself. Look after yourself. Take your breaks, refresh yourself, exercise, eat good food, sleep well, declutter be healthy learn read write and contribute and serve the world the other people are looking up to you for direction so you got to make sure that you're in top shape
0: definitely sir thank you so much that you told us about uh, that how a trainer is effective in taking all these things in the virtual world and sir uh, i would also like to know that where do you think the indian training industry in the next 10 years So I see some very exciting things
1: happening, uh, Sushant, in the next 10 years. Number one is the trend of Indian multinationals. Okay, we're going to see, we see a few right now. We see companies like Sonalika, like Mahindra, automobile manufacturers, uh, tractor manufacturers, service organizations, Indian organizations, headquartered in India. But now they they have locations everywhere across the world, right?
0: Right. Okay.
1: So you will see this happening a lot more in the next 10 years. At the moment, there's like a a few companies here and there. But in the next 10 years, I see I personally am very optimistic about the growth of corporate India, and I feel that we will have a lot more Indian multinationals, especially in the service sector, especially in the software and IT, ITS segment, uh, which will demand two things a for the indian professional to be ready to compete with the best in the world and very b for all sort of training programs on leadership and cross-cultural sensitivity and so many other things uh it's a growing nation it's a very young nation and therefore i feel that yes there are going to be a lot more opportunities uh, available
0: Great, great, and sir, as you said that uh, that in the next ten years there will be a huge change in the Indian training industry. And uh, what is the uh, what is the lacking that is uh, we are seeing in the present scenario?
1: What we see, what is lacking? I don't think there's anything lacking. I think it's it's, it's an industry that is maturing slowly. So we had the first part of this journey was dominated by training organizations. You know, somebody would start a training company, would have 10 different trainers and uh, and now it's dominated by freelancers and subject matter experts. That's that's the shift that I've seen that has happened in the last few years. Uh, And thanks largely to personal branding and people can create websites, search engine optimization, LinkedIn and so many other things, a lot more subject matter experts want to be independent, want to be freelancers. They don't want to be part of an organization. I see that that graph will go upwards a lot. So what we are lacking right now is the sort of guide map. It's, it's uh, is the sort of rule book, standard operating procedures for this group. It's all new territory for them. But if you if you are uh, this is messages for anybody who's operating independently right now, if you're a freelancer sitting somewhere in Gurgaon or Chhattisgarh or Orissa or wherever, this is my message to you. Don't lose hope. It may take time. Work on your personal branding, build your brand but don't lose hope you'll get there and uh, it's be- it's a beautiful journey it's a tough journey but it's a very rewarding journey because you're able to give wings to all your ideas you're not reporting to someone else you know your powerpoint slides don't have to be approved by someone else your stories and examples don't have to be approved by someone else you you are your own boss to every freelancer i say but at the same time so you will have to wear different hats you're not just a trainer you're also the accountant You're also the marketing person. You're also the branding person. You're also the PR. You're also the video editor. You're also the troubleshooter. You're, you're doing so many things. You're also the technician, the audiovisual technician, and you know, you're going to learn in the process. So uh, what's lacking right now is a lot of youngsters want to jump into the field, uh, uh, Sushant, but they don't have a standard, you know, they don't, they don't have a roadmap as yet. So, It's okay. It's a new territory. It's fun not to have a roadmap. Uh, It will help you in the long run. Go enjoy the journey.
0: Uh, It's really great that that you shared your uh, journey and you told us to all the trainers who are watching this that what are the things we should keep in mind to have a successful virtual training industry. So, Mm -hmm. sir, uh, with this, I would also like to know that if not a motivational speaker, then in which other field Would have been conquered
1: by Mr. Samrajit Singh? I don't know about conquering any field, man. I'm just doing I I just believe in enjoying your journey and having fun. So if not motivational speaking, I'd be probably doing organic farming and running a restaurant somewhere in the hills, somewhere quiet, I, you know, a small farm to do organic farming, a small restaurant where I enjoy cooking. I'm an ex hotel person, so it's still there in the DNA. And um, so yeah, I'd love to do organic farming, something creative is going to be, uh, it would have been something very creative, uh, something in a niche segment. (laughs) And I believe in enjoying the journey. I believe uh, that yes, achievement is good. Um, All these other things are very good. But the big question is, are you having fun along the way or not? Are you enjoying yourself? Are you becoming a better person in the process or not?
2: Right, right.
0: Great, sir. Great, great. So, sir, would like to know something more about the insights on leadership, change and innovation that you give training on.
1: Uh, Insights of leadership, change and innovation. Let's talk about leadership first. Yes. Let's talk about leadership. In leadership, what I would like to tell, uh, you know, what I believe when it comes to leadership and I speak a lot around the subject, number one is there is a huge amount of emphasis on positional leadership, Okay, uh, Positional leadership is all about what position I hold within the organization, what is my authority, what is my power and things like that. While the real joy of leadership is in or what I call the real leadership, you don't need to have a position in order to be a leader. And I think that is something that I'm really passionate about because leadership is not about giving orders. Leadership is not about getting compliance from other people. Leadership is about mentoring, it's about coaching, it's about developing, it's about having difficult conversations with people, it's about um, taking people along, it's about connecting the head, heart and the soul, it's about finding a higher purpose for yourself and for others so they can follow. And we often overlook all this stuff, you know, we always leadership, the traditional mindset is about influence, how can I convince more people, how can more people believe in me, how can have more followers, etc, etc. But I believe the real fun is the real leadership. You don't need a position. You need to understand the head, heart, soul of the other person. You need to have clarity on where you want to go. You need to be authentic. And that's where the real fun is in terms of uh, uh, leadership. I think we need to move from the old model of command and control to the new model of coaching and communication so that people can actually develop in the process. When it comes to change, Sushant, and I speak a lot, we do a lot of keynotes around change. We have a keynote. Called thriving in a VUCA world, wherein we help organizations to adapt to a new world. I think when it comes to change, the number, its the only constant. The sooner you accept it, the better it is. The more the more agile you are, I think. So here's what I believe: not every change will bring growth. Okay, let's be clear about this. Not every change is a good change. Not every change will create growth, but every growth emerges must demands a change. If something has to grow, something has to change. A flower has to grow, the bud has to open up. So the bud will be destroyed, it will become the flower. Fruit has to grow, the flower has to be destroyed, right? So the old form has to be destroyed. I'm not saying every change is good, but change is a precondition for growth. Whenever there is growth happening, something is changing. So we got to understand, it's not pleasant, we don't like it at times, but something new is emerging. So to go along with the flow, and in a, in a VUCA world, we can either, in react to change or initiate change. We have these two choices, all of us including the trainers and our clients. Option number one, let's wait for the change to happen. Let's wait for the change to slap us left, right and center. We don't know what's going on. It's very painful. And then we decide, aha, this is, we, want, we want to do something about it. Option number two is we initiate, time and again, we initiate a change. Say okay, for, for a trainer for example, My PowerPoint deck for this particular thing is pretty old. It doesn't look up to the mark. Let me initiate change before a client points out to me. Let me create and polish a new one, right? Or everybody else is doing a LinkedIn Live. Have I applied to do a LinkedIn Live? When will I do my first LinkedIn Live, right? So don't wait until everybody else is doing it and then you start doing it. Be the trendsetter. That's what I like to talk about change. Be the trendsetter. Do something new. Take a risk. Take a chance. I want to share a beautiful poem here by, well not exactly a poem, it's an excerpt from a speech by American President Theodore Roosevelt. It's called The Man in the Arena. Beautiful, beautiful, powerful words when it comes to change. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. There is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms and great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat so that his place shall never be with those cold timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat theodore roosevelt the speech is called man in the arena beautiful reminder you will always have your critics you will always have your critics you will always have people who are waiting to laugh if you fall down and make a mistake if you stumble right and, but the, the beauty is, uh, are you ready? Are you prepared? I want to show a video clip to everyone uh, and let's see. I'll, I'll tell you what the story behind it afterwards.
2: Sure. So a
1: so couple of things. First notice that my voice is sounding really funny. Huh? Did you notice this?
0: Sir, I think it's uh, 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 how much year back it is.
1: No, no. I'll tell you the whole story. First, watch <laughs> the clip again and see uh, how different my voice is. Uh, from Sir, what I you... can't say you directly over this. No, no. With the, I'll tell you the story behind it. Watch it again. Watch it again.
2: Right. One, these students they are about to embark on a brand new journey i apne life ka ek naya chapter shuru karne wale hain aur kehte hain agar aagaaz acha ho to anjaam bhi acha hota hai agar shuruaat achi ho to end bhi acha hota hai so is aagaaz is shuruaat ka aaj main i feel very honored i
1: feel it's a privilege aur isko ek so two two things yes. first if you if you can sense how funny i'm sounding in this video it's because we were using this is the first time we were using a professional mic using a USB cable right and the mic has a setting today it is on 48 16 48 by 16 Hertz on that day it was on 44 by 16 Hertz which is not compatible with the zoom system hence the voice was getting all jumbled up and I was sounding like a clown okay we didn't know this right right. so I was speaking to my clients for a good 25-30 minutes before we realize at the end of it, I mean, it is like this, this is not sounding like me, you know, why is the sound so funny in this one? Now, the second thing, let me play it once again. This is the first thing is about the sound. The second thing, look at the difference in terms of the uh, video quality.
2: Right. that students, they are about to embark on a brand new journey.
1: Now now let me come back to you, do, do you see the difference in the video quality from then and now in terms Absolutely. of a virtual presentation? A no, no, this that. is not this is of course my hair look all long because this was during the lockdown I did not get a haircut and this is not uh, a very old video it's only about seven to eight months old that's all okay. the progress this is a what you see the difference that you see is the progress that we've made in the last seven to eight months so if you commit to something you will find the resources. You will find the videos. You will find the experts. You will find the people who are ready to help you. But the precondition is: Are you committed to finding a solution or not? You know, that's that's really those really are my talks, uh, my views on change. And when it comes to innovation, I think the lesson here for every trainer is: Don't fall fall in love with your previous success. You know, we all fall in love with our previous success. There was a set way of doing things, which was. Uh, you know, we would all travel to our client's location, check the projector, check the mic. We will dress up and come and talk to the people, have games and interactions. Now, all of that is gone. You have to reinvent yourself. So there is a joy in doing the things which haven't not been done before. <laughs> Time for another short poem, if I may. Definitely, uh,
0: definitely. you will love to.
1: Thank you, Sushad. <laughs> this is by Edgar Albert Guest. This poem is titled, Things That Haven't Been Done Before. The things that haven't been done before, the things that haven't been done before, those are the things to try. (laughs) Columbus dreamed of an unknown shore at the rim of the far-flung sky, and his heart was bold and his faith was strong as he ventured in dangers new, and he paid no heed to the jeering throng or the fears of the doubting crew. The many will follow the beaten track. The many will follow the beaten track with guideposts along the way. They live and have lived for ages back with a chart for every day. (laughs) Someone has told them it's safe to go on the road he has traveled over and all that they ever strive to know are the things that were known before. So the author is saying there's no fun in knowing the things which we already know. A few strike out, a few strike out without a map or a chart. A few strike out without a map or chart where never a man has been. From the beaten paths they draw apart to see what no man has seen. There are deeds they hunger alone to do, though battered and bruised and sore. They blaze the path for the many. They blaze the path for the many who do nothing not done before. The things that haven't been done before are the tasks worthwhile today. The things that haven't been done before are the tasks worthwhile today? Are you one of the flock that follows or are you one that shall lead the way? Are you one of the timid souls that quail at the jeering at the jeers of a doubting crew or dare you, or dare you, whether you win or fail, strike out for a goal that is new? Strike out for a goal that new. And that's what innovation is all about. Exactly when, we hear, so. when we hear about, uh, Sushant, when we hear about someone like Elon Musk, who wants Mm. to build a home for humanity on planet Mars. Exactly.
0: exactly.
1: That's thinking big, that's dreaming big. And I believe innovation has the solution to some of our biggest problems. Look at this in less than one year, we've been able to come up with a vaccine. Right. Is that not a marvel of science and technology? We've had one of the worst pandemics in recent history. And in less than, in about a year, We have millions right now being injected with the vaccine. That is the beauty and the power of innovation and thinking big. And I think this is what we all need to practice. Trainers, speakers, we all need to look at in our own way how to uh, find out. And to not quit. This is very important. When you are facing a challenge, don't quit. Rest if you have to, but don't you quit. I want to play a short video for you. Definitely, sir. Definitely. Which is the don't quit poem. I love it always because it gives me goosebumps. And I think because trainers and speakers and mentors and coaches, we've been hit very hard. I know personally know many people who are going through a very rough patch right now. We need to listen to these words. Definitely, sir. Friends, the year was 2007. When I was living in the UK and I I had the privilege of studying NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, the effect of language on our mind and how we think. I was introduced to the fascinating world of storytelling, metaphors, voice modulation, etc. And what I still remember from this training that I took 13 years ago is this. Words, poetry, music, drama, All these things can significantly alter a person's state of mind. They can significantly either positively or negatively impact your state of mind. And this poem that I'm about to share with you today, attributed to Edgar Albert Guest and John Greenleaf Whittier, has always given me the strength to persevere for my long-term goals, has always lifted my emotions up. And in the middle of some of the very uncertain and chaotic times of my life, it's given me this very simple message. Rest if you have to, but don't you quit. Rest if you have to, but don't you quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, when care is pressing you down a bit, Rest if you must, but don't you quit. Rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns. Life is queer with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about. And many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up though the pace seems slow. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down. And he learned too late when the night slipped down How close he was to the golden crown. And He learned too late when the night slipped down How close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. Success is failure turned inside out The silver tint of the clouds of doubt And you can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar, and you can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar, so stick to the fight when you are hardest hit. So stick to the fight when you are hardest hit. It's when things go wrong that you must not quit. So stick to the fight when you are hardest hit. It's when things go wrong that you must not quit. Friends, this poem gives me goosebumps every time I recite it and it fills my heart with hope and enthusiasm and this is my message to you in closing, don't lose hope. You my friends have no idea how close you might be to your big breakthrough or to your small breakthrough at the time when you're giving up, you have no idea. Ever stuck with a stubborn jar lid? Ever been stuck with opening a stubborn uh, either spaghetti sauce or a jam jar lid? You've tried everything possible, including watching YouTube videos. There's plenty out there, by the way. And following suggestions such as running the lid under hot water, etc. There's even a website called The Art of Manliness, (laughs) which breaks it down for you step-by-step. This is a challenge to your manliness. There's even a website which breaks it down for you step-by-step when you hear the distress call from your wife and, honey, I can't open the lid to the spaghetti sauce jar. It's stuck. Can you help? So there's a step-by-step procedure. And if you've been in situations when you've tried something, I'm speaking from personal experience, by the way. So you've tried everything, nothing worked. You put the jam jar aside. Your wife walks by, picks up the jar and with one simple effortless twist, opens the jar lid. Aha, and that's when you realize all I needed before I gave up was just one more twist. <laughs> Your wife just demonstrated what I call the jam jar lid theory of success, which says rest if you have to, but don't you quit. Rest, but don't quit. I, and I think this is what innovation is all about. Exactly, uh, sir. Taking breaks if you have to, but not quitting. It's uh, This profession will demand long-term commitment from you and i think there's going to be rough patches they're going to be excellent patches where you are i've had times when i was traveling 20 days in a month and then we've had times now during the covid when everything was uh, really upside down and you had to figure out the way forward
0: right right so sir it's really great and it's really inspiring that you have imbibed these changes, these leadership qualities and the innovation that you told to us. And Sarah, at last, I would like to know that what message you will give to those participants, those trainers, those upcoming trainers, those who see you as a role model.
1: I'd like to say this in closing, Sushant, to people uh, who are entering into this uh, arena or who have who are beginners or even for the more mature ones is look within. Time and again, look inside, look inside, you know. You may be influenced by a certain individual, say, I want to be like that person, I want to speak like that, or I want to, you know, he jumps and, jumps and dances in his training, so I want to do the same. Uh, might not be the best strategy. Find out what, who you are, what value you're bringing to the table, and what methods will work best for you. Don't try to be a copy when you have the chance of being an original. And so this is my message in closing to every single speaker, trainer, coach who might be watching right now, is look within. That's where all the answers are. Reinvent yourself. Never stop learning. Never stop questioning. And also, every once in a while, do this. We all need to do this. Take a deep breath in. Inhale. And pat yourself on the back. Yes, you can do it too, Sushant. You can do it too. Pat yourself on the back and say, Well done. I'm so proud of you. Yes.
0: Well done. I'm so proud of
1: you. Yes. Do it. Do it very often because, you know, we are doing it for everybody else, right?
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) We we are doing it for everyone else and we are giving them the applause. So we should also give this applause to ourselves also. Right. Be our own cheerleader and say to ourselves, Well done, I'm so proud of you. We need to do this and have fun along the way. It's very important to have fun along the way, exactly you know. So. One, put on a little music and dance every once in a while and have fun, or
0: <laughs> don't
1: take life too seriously, right? Exactly, and uh, exactly. enjoy the journey.
0: Hmm. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you that you gave your valuable time on Global Trainer Hub live session. It was great interacting with you the way you discussed about leadership, change and innovation. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you.
1: My pleasure, Shushan. Thank you for having me. All the best to you guys.